All right. What's up, guys? It's Cole. And today on our new podcast, we are going to be talking about every single Star Wars. We're going to be talking about all the Star Wars is from the Skywalker trilogy, uh, excuse me, the Skywalker saga. And also we're going to be talking about the spinoffs and the Mandalorian. So, excuse me. So basically, we're just going to be talking about it. I'm going to be reviewing it. And after this, I'm going to be showing my wish list for the Rise of Skywalker, which I'll be seeing Thursday night at 8.30. All right. <clears throat> so let's start with number one, The Phantom Menace. In 1999, well, earlier than that, George Lucas wanted to make prequels of the original trilogy. So we started out with The Phantom Menace. So about The Phantom Menace, I personally like it. I think it is a good movie. But there's a lot of things that I don't like in it. There's more negatives and positives to me in this movie. So let's start off with the positives. The positive is Qui-Gon Jinn and, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Those guys, Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor, are perfect in those casts. They are amazing in those casts. And um, I could never ask for a better Obi-Wan than that. Qui-Gon Jinn, I thought he was great too. Um, I really liked him a lot as the character. Um, Liam Neeson, I think he just knocked it out of the park with Qui-Gon Jinn. And one of the negatives I have with that is that I wish that Ewan McGregor was had more spotlight into the movie because I feel like he was just kind of, you know, in the back while Qui-Gon Jinn was doing everything else. So we also got to talk about Darth Maul. Darth freaking Maul. Darth Maul is freaking amazing, and Darth Maul is probably one of the coolest yet most badass villains we've ever had in a Star Wars movie, ever. Um, I mean, it's just, the, look at the double-bladed lightsaber. The double-bladed lightsaber is freaking amazing. But honestly, that's all I could really say, so let's move on to the mix. And my mix, I think, was the pod race. The pod racing, I think, was alright. Um, I was never a huge fan of that. Um... And basically, that's all I really got to save on my mix. So we got to get to the bad. And the bad here is obviously the CGI. The CGI is not that good. Because when George, George Lucas, with these prequels, he used a lot of green screen and blue screen, not practical sets like they did for the original trilogy. Which I thought it was kind of cool, kind of not. But at the same time, it, these CGI, the CGI does not hold up. It really doesn't. Um... More onto the negative, we gotta talk about young Anakin Skywalker. Anakin, <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, played by Jake Lloyd, is probably the worst thing about the entire Phantom Menace. The Phantom, you know, uh, a lot of the prequels have a lot of bad acting into it. I'll be honest with you, but really, Anakin Skywalker in the first one was just awful. I know it's just a kid, but you know, you got him saying cringy lines. You know, oh, I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. You know, now this is pot racing. It was pretty. It was pretty cringeworthy, and uh, I kind of never really liked how Anakin Skywalker blew up the big ship up in the space. I forgot what it's called. I really forgot what it was called, but um, yeah, and then you have Jar Jar Binks. Oh my gosh, Jar Jar Binks is awful. I hate Jar Jar. Jar Jar's awful. He's really awful. I don't like Jar Jar. Um, he just got annoying, and basically he was in a lot of that movie and he, George Lucas said that it was made just for kids. He was just made for kids, which I understand. But at the same exact time, he he's awful. I know one likes him, but also fun fact about him. The guy who played Jar Jar Binks is going to be the host of a new star Wars game show on Disney plus apparently. And I think it's kind of cool, but at the same exact time, it's just Jar Jar Binks sucks. 
But overall, in the Phantom Menace, it was I I kind of liked it. Um, I'm not saying I loved it. I liked it. Um, so, but the <laughs> dude, the ending lightsaber battle I think was awesome. Um, Darth Maul is just such a badass, and I think it's cool. But it kind of sucks that he got killed on early on. And yes, he gets moved. He's back in Solo. He's back in all these things. But honestly, I'm going to be disappointed because Darth Maul is not in the new movies a lot anymore. If you guys know what I mean by that. But um, so I'll be I'll be grading all these from an A plus to an F. So I'm gonna give Phantom Menace a solid C plus. Okay, it's good. It's not that good. If you, um, and by the way, I'll be doing this all in chronological order, which is one, two, three, and then Solo, Rogue One, four, five, six, seven, eight, and there you go. So, moving on to number two, Attack of the Clones. George Lucas. This is this is excuse me. This is George Lucas' middle installment in his prequel trilogy, and basically, uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like this one at all. I used to like it. Um, when I was a kid, this used to be the one I used to watch all the time, but there was, it was just kind of awful. I, the movie's not that good. You got Anakin Skywalker and you got Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi is still, it's magnificent. I like him. But in this one, Anakin Skywalker played by Hayden Christensen, I did not like at all. I didn't like him. I think it was awful. And basically he was, he was just pretty cringe. If you know about that, um, if you know, um, so you got the opening and you got the, you have the good opening when someone blows up and self-sacrifice. Yes, that's cool, I guess. But then you have them protecting Padme. And the one thing I hated about that is that the fact that, you know, they give a Padawan, Anakin Skywalker, the mission to, you know, protect a queen. And then you have this entire, you know, if you guys don't even realize this, here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing about this. The fact that in this movie, Padme changes her hair so much. There's like every single scene that she's in, her hair changes. If you don't believe me, go watch the movie. But you know, he George Lucas listened to one of these things and he we did not want Jar Jar. He gave Jar Jar just a little bit in there, even though we don't want him in there. He was in there just for a little bit, which I appreciate. But the blue screen and green screen he kept going for. Um the chase scene with the um the chase scene with um excuse me, the chase scene with that bounty hunter, I forgot her name, but with uh, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi when they were doing, um, going to go kill her, because basically that bounty hunter was trying to kill Padme, so they go chase her, it felt such like a video game-esque um, scene, you know, just so so video gamey, it was kind of whatever, I never really liked that, and basically, Dude, I still can't get over the Padme and Anakin situation. And this is supposed to show... Padme is supposed to be the kid. Padme, sorry. Padme is supposed to be the mother of Luke Skywalker and Leia. And they're supposed to fall in love with each other, and I don't buy it. I really do not buy it at all. I think it's just awful. It's really bad. Um, and when they get to the Battle of Geonosis, um, you know, when they're on this big arena, um, I think it was pretty, I thought it was actually pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Um, then you have Count Dooku. Count Dooku, I think is awesome. I think is awesome. Um, but you know, and the ending scene when he was fighting Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda, which is, that was awful. That was probably one of the worst lightsaber battles in the entire saga. Um, what else do I have to say about this movie? Um, there's one thing that also pisses me off about this. So 
basically Jar Jar Binks is some, um, I think it was like some kind of like Senate president or something like that. And he delegated all of the stuff to Senator Palpatine. And that kind of makes me think that basically Jar Jar is the reason of the fall of the Jedi. I that's what I always think about the movie. Um, but they get married at the end, and then Anakin and Padme get together. So honestly, I like this movie less than the Phantom Menace. So I'm gonna give it a good. I'm gonna give it a good C minus. I'm gonna give it a good C minus. But all right, back to my favorite Star Wars movie. The Revenge of the Sith. I absolutely love this movie. It has a lot of flaws, but I love this movie. So let's talk about the opening. You got the opening when they're in space and they're just fighting. They're trying to go save Palpatine, and it's just it's it's good. the 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 graphics are way way better than the Phantom Menace and Tiger Clones combined. Combined, it's it's great. I liked it, and. Basically, they go see Palpatine, and then we have the Count Dooku fight again, and it was way, way better than than the first one, and it was great. I liked it. And then you have this when Hank Skywalker cut Count Dooku's hands, and he was like, "Oh, he's not going to kill him because that's not the Jedi way," and Palpatine did it. That was like just a sign of Palpatine in the dark side. And then basically, you know, he starts a form of friendship with the um with anakin skywalker and when they go into the um excuse me when they go into the jedi council they do not rank them the rank of jedi master and that's the first time sorry yeah jedi master the first time that's ever happened in the jedi council it wasn't fair to anakin he was upset about it and then palpatine befriends him and then he's trying to you know he's trying to befriend Anakin and he told him about Darth Plagueis the Wise which was Palpatine's apprentice um sorry not apprentice that was, that was his, Palpatine was the apprentice of Darth Plagueis and he finds out that he's part of the dark side crazy so let's take a break about that real quick. let's talk about Obi-Wan Obi-Wan is already better Obi-Wan is just Obi-Wan Kenobi but Ewan McGregor he's just magnificent he is magnificent I love Ewan McGregor. But then you have Anakin Skywalker played again by Hayden Christensen, and he did a way better job. There were still some cringy lines that he said, but I think it was still better. But Anakin, you know, Obi-Wan wanted to go get General Grievous, and General Grievous is a... I think he's a really cool Sith Lord. The fact that he's basically he's basically a robot, but what I liked about him was that when he kills a Jedi, he takes their lightsabers and Adam's to his collection, and he uses those lightsabers, which I think is kind of cool. Um... I kind of wish he died in a better thing because, you know, he just got shot in the heart and then he just blows up. It's like that. I kind of wish that there had been something cooler than that. But, you know, there you go. So then Anakin finds out that Palpatine is the Sith Lord that they've been looking for. He tells Mace Windu, played by Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson's a freaking badass. He's a freaking badass. I can't, you can't tell you enough. So them in the Senate... No, not the Senate. The Jedi Council goes arrest him, and Palpatine just destroys the first two, and they're, they they didn't even try. Why are they in Jedi Council? They never tried. They they didn't even try, and I just hated that so much. And by the way, Padme is pregnant with Anakin's kid, which is Luke Skywalker, and they find out there's they find out there's twins, Leia and Luke. Find that out later on. And basically, Mace Windu is about to kill Palpatine, and Anakin saved Palpatine by cutting off his arm and basically the reason why Anakin did that was obviously because um 
excuse me. The reason why he really did that is because he thinks that Palpatine could save his wife because Anakin has visions of Padme dying. So they kill him. They give him the thing, Darth Vader, and this is becomes probably one of the greatest things about this movie. The greatest thing about this movie was um, obviously Order sixty six. Order sixty six was a thing by Palpatine, and he told you know that was an order. And Order sixty six basically means kill all the Jedi. And that was probably really sad. I thought that was probably one of the best things in this movie was Order 66. I thought it was great. I think they did it well. George Lucas did it well. And then you have the ending fight scene. Oh boy, this is this is this was amazing. The with Obi-Wan and Anakin. The all these three movies were leading up to this one scene was this and it was amazing i people say that they don't like it because it was it kind of feels absurd you know that they're always you know it's fast paced and they're always blocking the shots but let me let me tell you this you're talking to a sith lord versus a jedi master and they're using the force to you know you figure out where they're coming to predict where they are and it's a great fight it's a great fight um but the thing that always kind of bugged me was that at the end when obi-wan says it's over and can i have the high ground and then he does have the high ground. He does. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, Darth Maul had the high ground. <laughs> you know, Darth Maul had the high ground. It was just, but, you know, he destroys Anakin. He doesn't kill him overall. But if he killed him, then this, everything would have been better. But he didn't kill him. And then he turns into Darth Vader. Padme has the, uh, Padme has the twins, Leia and Luke. And then they give it, um, they give Leia to Senator Ogana, and they give, um, sorry, excuse me, they give Luke Skywalker to two, to a couple in tattooing. So honestly, I really like this movie a lot. I love it actually. Um, there's some bad things like some, there's some kind of dialogue. Um, the fight with Mace Windu and Palpatine isn't that good. I don't like it at all. Um, there's a lot of other things you could say about this movie that's not that good but honestly i loved it and i grew up watching this movie and it's probably one of my favorite ones so i will probably give it a, a minus i'll give it an a minus so it's time jump from 2005 all the way to 2018 we're doing this in chronological order solo a star wars story now uh, solo star wars story you know it's big shoes to play um on solo you know who, play, who was played by Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is an icon. He is an icon. Hansel is an icon. It was a great match. And it's pretty hard to fill someone's shoes up for that. It's crazy. You can't, it's hard to do that. It's really hard to do that. But I forgot his name, like Alden Einrich, I think his name was. I don't know. But he did a pretty good job as playing solo. Donald Glover as Lando was pretty nice. I like them. But when you watch this movie, you need to think about. You know, it, this movie is really not necessary. Not at all. It's not necessary at all. But you got to watch the movie and, and just appreciate how much time was put in this movie. And this is this was considered a bomb. This is the first bomb ever for a Star Wars movie. It made like under four hundred million in the box office on a three hundred million dollar budget. It was terrible in the box office, but it was a great movie, I thought. But the more you think about it, it really kind of shows you how Han Solo met Chewbacca. How he got there in the first place, how he got the Millennium Falcon, how he got his blaster, how he got everything. Um, I can't really say a lot about that because that's pretty much it about this movie. Um, and the villain, he's pretty forgettable. I know he's played by some guy named Paul Bettany, but 
I don't even know the villain's name. Like, Dryden Voss, I think his name was. But that's all I could remember about that. Um, so, honestly, Solo Stars, it was a good story. I don't really want to talk about it because it wasn't really my favorite. But I probably will give it a B minus. I'll probably get a B minus. All right, on to Rogue One. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, was directed by, I think, a guy named Gareth Brooks. And he did the movie, the Godzilla movie. And I like the Godzilla movie a lot. And so I was kind of excited to see what he would do here. And basically, it takes place right before A New Hope. And basically, they need to get the Death Star plans to go get, you know, to go get to kill the Death Star. And basically, what I did like about this movie, I liked the action. I think the action was great. I think the ending was just marvelous. I loved it. Um, But then you have these characters, Jin Erso and Kassane um, and other people. One of my favorites... It was the blind was the blind guy. The blind guy was amazing. I don't know their names because I'll get to that in a second. But that guy was pretty cool. You know, the guy who would say, I'm one with the force and the force is with me. That was amazing. I thought that guy was awesome. But that's like I said, that's pretty much all I could say about this. Oh, don't forget the Darth Vader scene at the end. That scene was just freaking amazing. That movie, not that movie, but that part was freaking amazing. So honestly, onto the negatives, there was not a lot of character development. Because all you knew, all you really did was meet him. You meet some guy who's an Imperial pilot, and that was it. You meet Jyn Erso, and there was not a lot of character summaries about it. There was not like a big character story about it. I didn't like it like that. I wish there was more story to that. And then don't get me started on the de-aging. They did with Grand Moff Tarkin from A New Hope. That was awful. And don't get me started on Leia's. Leia's was awful also. That was just awful. But it was a good movie. But I couldn't care at the end when they all died. When I could not care when they all died, basically, because just because there was no character development whatsoever. But honestly, I liked it a lot, so I will probably give it a solid B. But all right, on to the original trilogy, A New Hope. A New Hope, A Star Wars Story, 1977 by George Lucas. Now, George Lucas wrote the script for A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. But here's the thing. He made this huge script. And the Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope, they were all supposed to be, that was all in one script. But it was too long to make a movie, so he grabbed the first act of the script and made it as A New Hope. And then the second act as The Empire Strikes Back, and so on and so on. And A New Hope is an instant classic. I don't know how to say it. It's amazing. Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker is phenomenal. I mean, you cannot picture someone else in that role after that. And then you got Han Solo, Harrison Ford, like I said. These guys are iconic. And Leia by Carrie Fisher, amazing. You need to think about something about this movie is the fact that you can't put another actor in Luke's, Han, or Leia's shoes. We were all together. There's icons. No one could defeat that trio. Not Finn and Rey and Poe. Not Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Yoda. Nothing like that. You cannot beat that trio. It's a great trio. And the story is amazing. The story is freaking amazing. I love it. Um, basically, Luke finds Obi-Wan, Ben Kenobi. He goes by Ben Kenobi in this movie, by the way, too. And basically, he wants to learn about the Force. And he goes, he leaves, and he goes saves the princess in the Death Star. Amazing. It's amazing. The, the Everything was amazing. I don't even know how to explain this movie because it was that good. Just see it for yourself. It was an amazing movie, and I'm going to have to give it an A+. 
I'm really gonna have to give it an A plus. Um, that's probably one of my, that's probably one of the favorite Star Wars movies. One of my favorite Star Wars movies. But on to Empire Strikes Back. Now everyone regards this movie as the best one. I don't think it's the best one. I think it's hardly gone from the best. I understand why people say it's the best, but I don't really like it a lot. I liked the beginning. Um, I loved the beginning hot scene. I loved everything about the movie, especially there was a there was a part in the movie what I loved was when um, Han Solo was about to go into Carbonite and Leia said, "I love you," and he said, "I know." Now, it's probably really badass. Boba Fett, too. Boba Fett is a freaking badass, too. He was in this movie. Vader was in the movie. Lando, I thought, was awesome. But other than the characters, I got kind of bored with this movie. You know, um, I liked meeting Yoda and Dagobah. I liked him a lot. I thought he was cool. But, you know, honestly, I kind of thought it was boring at some time. But there was a lot of highlights in this movie that I loved. I loved the, I loved the Vader scene with uh, Luke when they were fighting. And I loved also the big reveal when Darth Vader said to Luke that he is his father. Amazing. I thought it was awesome. But like I said, you know, I don't think it's the best. I want to see why people think it's the best. But um, overall, I think it's a great and solid movie. So I'm going to have to give that a... What should I give it? You know, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a B plus. I'm gonna give it a B plus. On to Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi basically show is a couple years after the Empire Strikes Back when Luke comes back totally just a Jedi master. He has a green lightsaber, and by the way, his lightsaber, his green lightsaber, is probably one of my favorite lightsabers ever in a Star Wars movie ever. I just liked how it's built. I liked the color. I liked everything about it. Loved it. But what you gotta also think about is it's the fact that uh, this movie's all right. I like it. Um, there's one thing that I hate, and those are the Ewoks, and they think that C3PO is basically Jesus Christ, basically in the movie. You basically they basically think that is. Um, but the opening of Job of the Hut probably one of the best openings in a Star Wars movie ever. It was great. Um, it was really, really, really great. I liked it a lot. Um. But after that, oh, don't get me started on, oh my gosh, Carrie Fisher in the bikini. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but, you know, apparently a lot of people got horned up when that shit came out. But basically, that was pretty much it. And then you have um, halfway when they go to um, me, Yoda, Yoda, Luke, obviously ask, Yoda is Peter, his father. He kind of says yes, but then he dies, and then Ghost Ghost Ben Kenobi tells him, and it's kind of heartbreaking. So he finds out that Leia is his sister. Leia, and then you know they tell Leia and everything else. And here's the thing that I kind of loved about Luke Skywalker. In the movie, he just kind of saw a little bit of good in Darth Vader. So he basically was going to sacrifice himself to get that little good out of Vader. Which I think is freaking awesome. That's amazing. I mean, that's perfect. I can't, you know, that kind of defines Luke right there. And he goes sacrifice himself, helps Vader. And basically, he almost had to kill Vader. Um, they were fighting, and he cut off his hand. And, you know, he was about to finish him, but uh, Palpatine wanted him to finish him. And he said, no, threw his lightsaber away. He threw his lightsaber away. 
And then he just, you know, was going to die from Palpatine. But then Vader saved him. And he got that little good out of Vader, which was great. I thought it was great. And they're escaping. He takes off his mask and says goodbye one last time. And I like that a lot. And then he, when the funeral happened, when Luke buried, not buried him, but he lit him on fire, you know, you know, in the Endor, you need to think about, you know, people say they don't get why they, you know, no one showed up. But the thing about it is, though, who wanted to show up to Vader's funeral? The only person who was there was his son. And that kind of, that's kind of hard, you know, that kind of hurts, you know, sad. And then at the end of the party, you see Darth Vader, now Anakin Skywalker, come to a Force ghost. But I like the movie. I really just don't, you know, I liked it a lot, basically. I just don't know um, some of the choices they did. Um, fun fact, too, the Endor chase scene. There's um, sometimes in the Endor, when they went to the Endor in the forest, that was actually shot at, like, the California Redwoods, by the way. So um, I'm going to have to give this movie a solid B-. minus, A B-. minus. So... On to The Force Awakens. Oh my goodness, The Force Awakens. So, I was pretty hyped up for this movie. I was a freshman when this movie came out. Actually, no, sorry. I was in the eighth grade when this came out. And um, basically, I love this movie. This is perfect. This is one of the, it's a perfect movie. It's perfect stuff. I get when people criticize the movie for being more like a new hope. I understand why people don't like it from that way, but I liked it. I liked, you know, I liked the new characters a lot. I liked Finn. I liked things. And then this, the opening scene was just amazing. You know, you got Kylo Ren trying to get this map. this map, And basically, he just freezes a freaking blaster midair. It's amazing. And then you meet Poe Dameron, and then you meet Finn and Rey. And I just want to kind of know who Rey's parents are. You know, she, you know, hints at it a lot in the movie. And they have to escape the First Order. And basically, they have a map to Luke Skywalker. They have a map to Luke Skywalker. And Luke Skywalker goes into hiding. And this is the one thing that kind of kind of annoys me a little bit about these movies. Is that the fact that if Luke didn't want to be found, why would he f- found? Why would he want? Why would he make a map? Why would he make a map? That makes no sense whatsoever why he would make a map. But, you know, whatever. But everything was great. I think Kylo Ren is probably one of my favorite, you know. It's one of my favorites. I like him a lot. And basically, you have this uh, um, Han Solo and Kylo Ren. And basically, they find out that they're sibling, uh, not siblings, but they're uh, brother, father and son. And basically, Kylo kills Han. Very sad. Very, very sad. Um, but basically, this movie, I think, is really great. Um, the fact that... They also, another thing that bugs me is that the fact that Rey defeats Kylo Ren. I, I, I never liked that part either. I mean, like, I kind of want, like, not, like, defeated, but, like, I kind of would wish when he defeats him and then they go their separate ways because the um, Cyclobus is, like, getting blown up like that. I kind of wish that, like, they didn't, like, he didn't, like, defeat Kylo. I think it would have been better if they didn't. But overall, I like this movie. I think it's probably one of my favorites, so I will probably give it an A. Just a solid A. But all right. On to The Last Jedi. All right. And I'll be honest with you, I liked it the first time I watched it. But after viewing, everything, I hate it. I hate The Last Jedi so much in my heart. You have 
so much comedy in this movie. And there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of comedy in The Force Awakens. There's a lot of comedy in other movies. But the thing is, though, but this one, this feels like super unnecessary. Um, for example, um, I don't like how Luke Star just throws his lightsaber away. That's stupid. You know, we don't, you know, I hate that so much about that too. And then you also have this. And then you have Luke, like, lactating a sea moose and drinking right out of it. And then he's fishing. He's doing all these other things. And he's basically, you know, he's saying that, you know, he's making fun of the Force too. Because when Rey is about to, um, Rey's down, she's about to learn how the Force, Luke Skywalker's are like, oh, you feel that? Oh, that's the Force. That's the Force. And he smacks her with the, with the leaf. That's the dumbest thing ever. I never liked that. And don't get me started on Rose. Rose is... The worst character ever in a Star Wars movie. I don't. I mean, she's not the worst because you have Jar Jar and that, but she's one of the worst in this new trilogy. I don't like her at all. She has no purpose in this movie. She had no purpose in any of it. And you have Snoke. You can't lead up to Snoke and just kill him like that right away. That's stupid. That's the stupidest thing ever. Um, but. <laughs> that's just so dumb i don't get it but you know the more you think about it is that this movie is just awful there's a lot of things the only thing i could give it props to is the visual effects it's this the most beautiful star wars movie i won't deny that but everything else is just awful everything else is awful and i'm gonna have to give this a d minus i was gonna give it an f but since they have great visual effects i'm gonna give it a d minus but all right thursday night the Rise of Skywalker. I cannot wait for the Rise of Skywalker. The one thing that I just hope, I just, I hope it's just good. I want it to be better than Last Jedi. I want it to be exceed my expectations. I want everything to leave on a high note. I, there, I, there'll be some hiccups, I'll think, but I just want it to be great. I wish, well, would love a scene when, you know, Ray needs help, she needs guidance, and she sees a forced Luke you know, and force Anakin and Obi-Wan, they all come together and help her, like, and Yoda, too, that'd be, that'd be, that would be freaking amazing, I think it'd be amazing, but you have to wait and see, but I just hope good things for this movie, but anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for this podcast, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast, and hope you guys will hopefully listen to my other podcasts that will be coming out soon, so thank you guys so much, and I'll talk to you guys later.